What's up, freaks, and welcome to episode 96 of the Double Density Podcast. This week, we're tossing out our regular programming as we welcome TJ onto the show for a third time for a freewheeling discussion about a number of weird and wonderful topics. So first things first, Angelo, as always, hello, and TJ, welcome to the show. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm not quite <laughs> sure I liked your intro this week. Uh, what would you have preferred? Greeting cyberspace. No. Uh, okay. I, I feel like we're like, let me, let me just flex here, okay? All right, I'll let you have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so as I just mentioned a moment ago, uh, TJ, uh, welcome to the show. Firstly, secondly, uh, every time we're on your, uh, recording setup is a little bit different. And I, I feel like once again, it is the case for you. Uh, so right now, yeah, changed, um, living situations right now. So it's more of an open setting here. So, um, it's pretty echoey for my taste to be really honest, but, um, you know, we figured let's let it roll. Every other podcast does it. So just let it roll for a little bit. Um, you know, I got the dog, you might hear him walking around at some point and then, uh, the nice echoey living room area. So we'll see how it goes. It should be good though. Don't worry too much about the echo. Cause I'm in a pretty open area as well and the audio usually comes out okay i haven't had any complaints yet from any uh anybody that listens to the show so i'm assuming either nobody listens or it's okay i feel like people listen yeah i'm a snob with all that stuff i mean i freely admit i'm the biggest a-hole when it comes to being a listener (laughs) no but part of that is honestly because i listen to good shows or or even if the the content may not always be great but at least they're also they're good audio quality and i think we've talked about this separately you know without naming names there's always you know really decent quality audio shows out there for sure uh, that we all that we all kind of listen to and that are we're friends with a lot of them too to be honest so um so that's good so i think that that sets the bar kind of high and that's always why i'm paranoid about um it sounding good and why it took me you know, six months or God knows how long I was bugging Angelo about the stupid microphones for <laughs> before I just <laughs> before I just saved up for the big guy. So yeah, you did you buy know. a good one. So uh, and if anybody's wondering, he, wondering, he's using the SM7B, which is like the classic radio station microphone. It's also the microphone Michael Jackson used to record Thriller. Yeah, I tried. I did try the EV20, the EV20, and it didn't. It was way too high pitched for my voice. So this one, if you have the booming vocals, uh, booming bass here, you know, it seems to work out well for for us. Yeah, I'll 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 use some good compression. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> buddy. Angela. We talked about this ten episodes. Ten episodes. You weren't going to mention com- compressors. I said compression. Okay, fine. So we're going to be mixing things up this week. We're going to be doing um, some tech and some paranormal, like kind of like uh, back and forth. We're not going to necessarily, you know, uh, create two different segments out of one and the other like we usually do. So first things first is uh, something I want to talk about is uh, this week, uh, unsurprisingly, there was a Samsung event. No one really cared, right? How did you put it, uh, Brian? Uh, Samsung. Uh, it, please clap the company, like the the the, the Jeb, Jeb Bush, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and really like... I, I find it hard to believe people get excited about Samsung like people get excited about Apple. It's not the same feeling. And if you look at what Samsung came out with this week, they basically came out with Apple's lineup rebranded as Galaxies. Yeah. Well, I mean, minus the folding option, right? So yeah, that's the flagship is the Samsung Galaxy Fold starts at 1980 USD. Uh, you know, it can, it's like a 3.5 inch screen that folds down to a 7.6 inch kind of like tablet style screen. You can, and this is the thing they kept pushing is like, you can have three apps at the same time, like on the same screen. I thought that was really dumb, but I guess people are clamming for it. Uh, like in first look, I, I couldn't really tell what I was looking at. And then I read a few articles about it and John Gruber put it best. And he's, uh, as we know, he's not exactly a, a Samsung fan, but 
uh, he said it looks like a prototype, and he's right. It sort of looks like it's a prototype still. It doesn't really look like it's ready. It's one of these things Samsung does is that they just kind of throw things out there and see what sticks. Like the, the Galaxy Note, uh, years ago, people kind of laughed at them. Who's going to want a big phone like that? But they were actually right that time, and people did like big phones. Uh, one thing I do like is it's different from what Apple does, and Apple kind of needs that notch at the top. But they have this little hole punch thing instead of the notch because they don't have... Right. Uh, any sort of facial recognition because uh, the whole reason Apple has that notch is to stick all the technology for the the facial recognition. Samsung still is using a uh, fingerprint sensor of some kind. So I feel at this point, Samsung is like for like the business types in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who miss their Blackberries and they want to look cool <laughs> in front of their like kids. So they're like, oh, I got myself a new Samsung that folds and the kids will keep playing Fortnite. Yeah, on their iPads. It's very cost prohibitive. Like TJ, I don't know about you, but I'm not ready to drop like 2000 bucks on a phone that folds. No, if I was going to, I mean, like, like you said, I would go back to like the old school razor phone. If I was going to do that, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to, and that was actually my favorite phone and it survived, you know, three years of college, I think. So it did pretty well, you know, (laughs) like, um, back in the day, they were pretty durable and they did what they needed to do. And thank God there was no video capability back then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my uh, Motorola Razor, I guess, was a later model, but it did have video. Do you have any pictures of yourself in front of a like a bathroom mirror? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, I'm just asking. I just like I, I was kind of fifty fifty on it. Curious. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> so here's a question: If you were, and I guess this is more specifically for Angelo, but if you were going to jump ship, where would you go to? That not Samsung, obviously. It sounds like. So where would you go? Oh, super gonna- easy. That would I'd get a, a Google Pixel. Okay, because that's kind of where I was leaning to. Maybe that's from listening to you guys so much, but you know, but yeah, I was kind of thinking that route too. I would. uh, I've mentioned this before. I would switch from iPhone to Android before I would switch to from Mac to Windows. True. Yeah, I would. I would would agree with that. Once my SE dies, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm opening a solicitation for bids from phone companies to see uh, what I can do for that. What I'm really Just interested start in, start another GoFundMe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the other one, the other one seems to be doing pretty well. So you're $0 right now for uh, send us to Sedona slash uh, actually local. Uh, oh, who did I donate to then? Damn it. <laughs> it's a Saudi prince or something. I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Or like a Nigerian prince too. There you go. I'm very curious to know how much queuing they've done in terms of like folding the phone, right? Cause like I, this is new tech. I'm curious what kind of wear and tear would come with a screen that has to fold back and forth. I mean, I wouldn't worry about Samsung's quality assurance. Uh, they've have a really good track record. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. No fires. Oh really? No. Uh, yeah. Th- it's, I- I'm really curious to see how this thing turns out when it's out in the wild. Uh, I'm hoping it's successful because it, we look right now, smartphones, uh, let's face it, they're really boring, right? And yes. This is something actually kind of interesting. I don't like the look of it that much. It's kind of weird looking for me, but it's just a taste of things to come. Uh, the other thing they came out with are the Galaxy Buds, which are essentially right. Samsung's reply to uh, Apple's AirPods. And the thing that gets, gets me is they even have the exact same pairing screen. Samsung is sort of shameless about copying things. And that's funny because they always accuse Apple of, of ripping off the uh, Android side of things, you know? It's true. Well, no, but I mean, Samsung from the beginning pretty much ripped off the iPhone OS. But then, yeah, Apple also takes stuff from Android. There's a lot of stuff that but, goes I back mean, and go forth. with what works, right? I mean, you know, everybody loves their iPhone, so just go with what works. If you're going to copy one, do it, do it right, you know? <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, are you working for Huawei? Like, is, I don't know if you guys have saw this story this week, but they're, um, uh, they're paying people to basically like uh, reverse engineer a lot of the Apple tech. 
Well, the, even their website uh, looks like the looks like the Apple website, and their uh, their keynotes are a lot like Apple's. They just want to be Apple. They want to be the Apple of, of China. And Apple started from Roswell. We all know this. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, sorry, get ahead of ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> Before I forget one last point about this, I don't know if you guys have had the chance, probably not, but uh, the company Xiaomi has an interesting phone that's a similar concept. Folds differently, kind of cool. I have a friend in Asia right now who's been talking them up a lot recently. He feels like uh, as they enter the North American market, they actually may uh, give some amount of competition to uh, Samsung, not necessarily Apple or, or Android slash Google, but you know it's there. Uh, Angelo, some double density homework. Go check out a couple of videos. I think uh, you'll find that really interesting. If you don't like the design of the uh, Galaxy Fold, this might actually speak to you a little bit more. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't buy one. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, glad to hear that, dude. <laughs> if they need QA testers, give them to my five and six year or my six. See, and that's the thing. That is the perfect like, age for QAing. Like, parents hand phones to kids all the time, and, you know, kids do stuff to them. Yeah, my kids would see how far back it can bend and snap it in half. Well, there like, you go. All right, so let us move on to the first paranormal-ish uh, topic of the night. Uh, Twitter user Joe, who listens to us, suggested the following conspiracy theory about Chuck E. Cheese reheating pizza slices and putting uh, kind of like uh, bastardized uh, pieces together to form new pizzas. Uh, this is all based out of a Sean, uh, Shane Dawson video. Uh, I want to get your thoughts about this, guys. Uh, really hot, hot stuff here. Well, look, when you look at the pictures, it really does look like they're sort of uh, mixing and matching different pizzas. They like, they're really poorly cut and you can tell like the crusts are different. I don't think it's true. I, but I do think it's sort of gross if it is. You got to think about who's making and cutting these pizzas too. It's like stone teenagers, you know, like, <laughs> like, let's be honest, you know, like, like, cause you pretty much have to be to, to work at Chuck E. Cheese, right? So no offense if anybody's listening out there, but, um, no, but you I know mean, what? I so want to hear, that, I want to hear from all the Chuck E. Cheese people. Double <laughs> underscore dancing on Twitter. Please let us know. Here in, in Montreal, there used to be, um, oh, it still exists, the Peel Pub. And when I was Oof. younger, people said they used to recycle their beer, which is super gross. Ugh. So there's a Gizmodo article that kind of breaks down a lot of the stuff. And they actually like have diagrams explaining how a different slice um, pieces of pizza could work in theory if uh, these kids are hurrying the dough and things like that. And, and I'm, I'm inclined to believe that they are, uh, you know, misshapen due to the fact that like they're poorly cut um, while cooling. And then uh, the, the thing that we uh, forget though is that they're transferred from run tray to another. So I feel like that gets lost on uh, the misshaping. And they're like, they're trying to, as teachers saying, like just stone teenagers just trying to get like pizza out as fast as possible. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any conspiracy here, uh, like uh, with most conspiracies. Oh, okay. Oh, right. boy. Oh, right. boy. Here we go. <laughs> um, so this seems logical, right? So what I decided to do uh, after this was uh, go deep and uh, find some other f- food-related conspiracies that I want to throw you guys away and get an idea <laughs> of uh, what you thought. Uh, some of them are, are kind of normal. Some of them are kind of weird. Um, so firstly, uh, is the theory that in the 80s, new Coke was produced and designed to fail to bring classic Coke back to the top. Correct. Oh, sorry. I mean, <laughs> TJ's on top of this uh, conspiracy. Theory, oh, yeah. Which I've never this heard is my of. two favorite things conspiracies and food. Like, come on. You've never heard of this, Angelo? No, I've never heard of this. Really? I have. I kind of vaguely remember the whole new Coke versus like old Coke thing. Uh, but I, I've i never been a big soft drink drinker. So I never really cared. I think regardless, there was, um, I, I was actually going to do a whole food episode at some point, uh, on the show when the show was on. So it's funny. So I think I looked up a lot of these back then. There's some good ones out there. So TJ, you're on the idea that like new code definitely did fail. It did. I think it did. Right. No, but I mean like it was designed to fail. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. I'm yeah, totally on I, board with that. I would agree with that actually. They changed the flavor a little bit too. Yeah. I definitely do. So believe, the, I believe. It was a distraction so they could change the flavor and use the cheaper high fructose corn syrup instead of cocaine and sugar. <laughs> so, so, so guys, you're saying this was like a, a, a Coca-Cola false flag. Yes, absolutely. Basically they did the same thing with Doritos. I mean, they it's put out true. all those new things and then the nacho cheese flavor changed too. And guess who owns Doritos? No, actually Pepsi owns Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> you almost, almost, had almost. You almost, almost, almost. Uh, I agree with you, right? Like, do you remember like 3D Doritos, ketchup Doritos, like all these like weird ones that no one cared about. And then suddenly like three years later, uh, you know, in the mid two thousands, I'd say, uh, it started to change. Yeah, it was 3D Doritos and they changed the nacho flavor. And then people were buying those big, like, oh, this is cool. And then everybody stopped buying the regular nacho cheese, you know, the regular orange bag kind or red bag kind. And then they put it back on the shelf and they changed the flavor to it. It didn't taste the same. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> they, they really did change the flavor, though. <laughs> Angelo, thoughts about this? Uh, I don't really have many thoughts about this. Uh, I do like, I don't like the regular Doritos and I prefer they're like fancier flavors. I, I don't. Are you a Cool Ranch boy? Yeah, I, I like Cool Ranch actually. But uh, one of the big differences between Canada and the US, uh, it's the difference in chip flavors. All right. So next conspiracy for you guys. Uh, Starbucks screws your name up on purpose. But why would they do that? Because people post it on social media. Oh, and it gets them, it gets them the likes. Yes. People smash that like button. Yeah, exactly. I can uh, see that. I can see it being plausible. I don't know if it's like corporate policy, but I do believe that it could be very plausible. Honestly, I think it's bored baristas just messing with people. You know what? Yeah. Like, were, <laughs> that's yeah. my honest thing. Like, and I don't know, maybe because I worked like, you know, re- different retail jobs and customer service stuff, all, you know, all through my col- you know, high school and college years. So it's like you get bored doing the same thing for over and over again. Change, you have to change it up a little bit. Next one up is Taco Bell using grade Z meat. What is grade Z? Meat? Oh yeah, like the bottom of the barrel meat, like the barely. I've heard that about meat. the Wendy's chili too. Same oh thing. yeah, that's another popular one. Well, I, that's that that wouldn't shock me. Or they use the leftover burgers that they don't sell, and then they grind it up for the chili meat for the next day. Related to that, companies grow mutant animals through genetic engineering for more optimal yields. Yeah, we know that. Oh, so this is like the whole Kentucky Fried Chicken thing with the yeah. animals with the. Yeah. So that's completely false. It's been proven false. They just they they use regular old chickens. Or did they get caught? No, no, they're uh, not. It's, they use regular chicken. No, but they do. They do like have. <laughs> I don't know if we can still do this without staying PG, but they do have like large breasted chickens. <laughs> like, and they purposely breed them to be that way to get more yield. I'm gonna allow this. So, like, it's not that they genetically modify it, but it's the same thing with breeding with traits. Any other farming. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. the good genetic traits to make it better i mean it's like okay. with fruits and they start splicing different like apple things together to get the sweetest apple that also has the best shelf life you know it's well, the maybe same kind of like, concept. and the whole thing like about them changing their name to kfc because they couldn't call it chicken legally anymore which it's not true right they just want no. the fried out of the name yeah oh so there the, was another no 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 there was another oh boy <laughs> no 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 there was actually a, a legit podcast um not one of our conspiracy podcasts uh there was like a legit one out there that was going through this the one day and i can't remember what it was something with the copyright kentucky owns yeah, it's, it's, the a tra- copyright it's a trademark on, issue yeah it's but it, like can the state of they kentucky, couldn't use the word kentucky i think that's what state, it was, right? yeah that's what it was the state yeah. of kentucky like trademarked their name so then every single kentucky fried chicken would have had to pay the state of kentucky a certain exactly number. yeah okay yeah. well that 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 still makes a lot more sense than it not being chicken anymore 
Right. <laughs> well, yes, obviously. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm totally stealing. I freely will admit that I'm stealing this conspiracy theory from the morning show I listened to. But well, that's fine. How do they? How do they have so many chickens? Like, if you think about how many chicken, like you go to a restaurant, order a dozen wings, and it's like, and I'm probably butchering this theory, so, but that's okay. But it's like you order a dozen wings, and you have like Super Bowl Sunday, right? How many hundreds of thousands of wings? Like, there's not that many damn chickens. No, there's a lot like, of chickens. Have, they've also been reporting you've been over chickens that, everywhere. <laughs> well, whenever the Super Bowl rolls around over the last like three or four years, they've been like a lot of companies have reported ch- chicken shortages, like, and that's why uh, chicken meat has gone up in price for chicken wings. For example, if you go buy one at the grocery store, uh, is due to the fact that like they, they are becoming more and more scarce because more and more people are eating them. Uh, it is a really good numbers game, though. I wonder what a, a regular chicken coop, uh, you know, when you work for KFC looks like. Double density. So the last one I have here is the most controversial, and of course, uh, it is food adjacent. And TJ, like, I just I put this down knowing that you were going to be on tonight. Uh, fluoride in water uh, causing issues. Oh, yeah. I got into a, a slight discussion with my kid's dentist about this the one time. Uh, <laughs> who I've known, he was my dentist growing up, and he's like, you got to give them fluoride toothpaste. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's over-fluoridated. Fun fact, we don't fluoridate our water here in Quebec. It's just regular water. But we do um, have fluoride toothpaste, which I, I use and I'm happy to use so that my teeth don't fall out. <laughs> Is this a worry that you have a lot of the time? No, I think there's a, there's absolutely a meta, you know a dental thing with all that as well, but I don't think it needs to be in the water. I get why it was. I just don't think it needs to be. I understand why they did it. I'm good with fluoride and don't question the government. <laughs> all right. You, I think you've described the entirety of our relationship here on Double Dance, D'Angelo, right yeah, there. Pretty just, much. Pretty much. Want to sum things up. Wait, but you're but you're being kind of quiet here, our our, our host. So I know. What do you I know. Think? I I uh, so as Angela was saying in Quebec, we don't do that. So it's not really a problem for us. But it has uh, dropped the amount of cavities and other uh, dental issues uh, across your great nation by forty percent over the last couple of decades. So I think there is something to to be said about that. Yeah. But then also look at who we elected president. So, I mean, it's definitely coming down to the American people too. So I can only say that on this show and I love it. <laughs> right. This is the consequence free episode of Double Density. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving topics uh, from uh, weird food stuff to uh, what happens when you die. Um, there's this Wired article, Wired UK put out an article about cyber funerals, and I figured it was going to be about how you're able to like grieve online, but it actually is different services that kind of like scrub you of the internet uh, once you die. I wonder if this is really necessary. However, I have heard of people in the past like getting reminders of to like call their parents on their birthdays and stuff and and people have passed away. So it, it would be kind of good to have a button you could press where like, I don't want to be reminded of, of this person uh, from my Facebook account. Like I want to be able to just think about them on my own and not get like weird random things from Facebook saying, Hey, call this person for their birthday that I, I understand because right now everything's online if something would happen to one of us or whatever, like we're still like, we have an online presence. People could like communicate with us via Twitter. Oh, there's a system in place. If something happens to me, just for the record, you know? in your case. Yeah. You do have something in place. <laughs> oh, there's a system. Okay. <laughs> you guys do are letters, part of that system. Do letters get mailed out TJ? Uh, letters, zip drives. There's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> zip <Yeah>. drives. <laughs> oh yeah. Zip drives, baby. That's, that's where it is. Uh, Angela, have you spoken to your family about what happens when you die uh, in terms of like your cyber identity? Not really, no. This is something no. I think that you should perhaps uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. You're a very prepared person. I'm kind of surprised. 
Yeah, but uh, I like, think he's trying to hint at something after last week with Steph on the show, and now he's talking about you you disappearing. And <laughs> how's what that life insurance policy? I don't money? know. I, I would I would be a little concerned now, buddy. <laughs> but I, I, it actually reading that article made me think I should have like uh, a place where like the passwords. Like the thing is, is my wife can log into my phone, which my and my phone has all my passwords, so it's she would be able to access all that stuff anyway. And the article talks about different things like, uh, you know, uh, rendering hard drives and USB keys sort of like useless after one's death. Like there's different services to do that. Interesting stuff. It's, it, it, you know, and it's a continual kind of issue because of the fact that like, you know, uh, only death is permanent, right? So there's always money to be made in that realm. But here's the other, th- here's my only issue though. What if you're going through, um, let's say a divorce or even a breakup or, you know what I mean? Or, you don't like the person on the internet, you know what I mean? Like just a random person. <laughs> like how much security is in place to, for me to be like, uh, Hey, this Angelo guy, he just like pissed me off. Cause he said something on, on his podcast. Like, yeah, he died. Can you scrub his stuff? You know, like what's to stop? That's, that's where my conspiracy brain goes. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to be able to prove it for sure. There's gotta be some sort of fail safe there. But then also like yeah. who's in charge of it? Like who's oh, for sure. And are they going to have like different cleaning services? <laughs> like, and and know, the like, article doesn't really go into any of those details, does it? Like, no, it doesn't. And like, it's like, what does their database look like? What does their security look like? Is it an offline database? What if you change your password to certain things? What do you do then? What if instead of scrubbing it, they just change the password and then take all the money out of the bank account instead? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's like, a ton of that, right? Or what if they sell your identity on the black market after you're dead, which is what happens now, you know, like, but yeah. There's a ton of, of, of questions there that, that are left unanswered, and uh, I don't want to gauge uh, these services as of yet. I think I still have a long and uh, fruitful life ahead of me, but uh, I definitely will be thinking about what to do in case something uh, does happen to me. Boy, oh boy. And by the this- time that happens, things will be really different. Yeah, yeah. We'll have all have foldable phones. <laughs> we won't even have phones. We'll, we'll just have my wishes air. are really simple. You burn me, you burn my hard drive. Done. Boom. Like, there. <laughs> uh, I think this is a, uh, uh, an audio, uh, you know, last will and testament, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll document it right here. I'm good. Sound mind, sound body, TJ. Yeah. Um, relatively. <laughs> I haven't uh, had, I actually, hold on. Speaking of which, hang on. There we go. Oh, there we go. Would be, the trouble has begun, my friend. Or oh, because I know what we're getting into next. That's why. <laughs> Let's talk about um, uh, conspiracy culture, weird stuff. If you, TJ, every time you're on, I feel like this is what we do, and I love this. It's like you're like our conspiracy correspondent because the first time you're on, we did a whole thing about uh, William Cooper, and then uh, last summer you were on with me, we're doing the Anarchist Cookbook, and now this time we're going to talk about uh, YouTube, you know, Flat Earth, and how the majority of people uh, surveyed um who believe in the flat earth uh first learned about this on youtube uh and then youtube saying yes don't worry we're going to contain it but they've been saying this for about a year now and they haven't done anything yeah they've been going on and on about making sure that things are fact checked and they don't uh, promote videos that are giving uh let's say incorrect information uh to say the least when it comes to flat earth and uh there's a lot of garbage on youtube uh, based on some of the videos you had me watch this week, uh, I <laughs> I deleted them from my history because I do not want them affecting my algorithm already. But that doesn't even matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Because you're still going to get suggested sooner or later. No, if they're if you get removed from if you remove them from your history, they shouldn't be affecting your algorithm. One and the then two, if you watch nothing but Rick Beato videos all day long, then like they'll stay there. Well, so I leave the Rick Beato videos. That's what I'm I saying like is that if you silo yourself out, perhaps yeah. But I think it may come up sooner or later. You think? No. Yeah. 
No. No, you'd be surprised because I went off. I went on like a hiatus. You know, the uh, show's been on hiatus for a while. And I was watching just like boring stuff on YouTube. You know, and I plugged it in on my TV the other day on my Fire Stick, and then I was like, wait. Why is it recommending, you know, the top 10 area alien bases or whatever? And But you didn't scrub your history then? No, because it was a different account. Oh, it was a different account? Yeah, it's a different one than what I use on my phone. Like it oh, wasn't that's the weird. show. So it wasn't, yeah. It was a different, I mean, I have like 10 Gmail accounts. So it's, still, you know. But one of the things, like, there's like a normalization of this. That's the frightening part is that people are starting to take. So, okay. Things like flat earth and um, like just general conspiracy theories, men in black, all that stuff is not dangerous. The ones that I, I'm worried about is when anti-vax stuff bubbles up to the top and people oh, stop boy. vaccinating their kids. That's that's a major problem right now. And it's one that affects everyone. So like if you think earth is flat, oh, who cares? It, it, there's like no harm in that other than you come off sounding like a moron. But if you're not vaccinating your kids you're diminishing the herd immunity meaning that other people are going to start getting sick because vaccines are not 100 percent effective unless more and more people are vaccinated yeah it's a mutual agreement amongst this uh, the society we live in i'm staying really quiet on purpose because my you know previous life non-podcast life was all in the pharmaceutical industry that made a lot of those vaccines so this is a huge hot button for me okay and, um, and it'll be really ugly if i start going off on rants on it like this isn't like funny alex jones this is like pissed off tj like you don't want that like nobody wants that on this episode that's the only reason why i'm staying quiet about it yeah we had those morons call the customer service lines all the time and be like this, you know, your MMR caused autism. Duh, 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 duh. And then like, oh my God, these f***ing morons. Like seriously, this is a huge hot button for me. And I'm just, and I, and, and that's fair. I can respect I that. I will blatantly fight anybody on online. Feel free <laughs> to, uh, this time you can at me, bro. You know, uh, <laughs> on this particular topic, all the other stuff is fun. We'll have fun with it, but this is a serious one. And yeah, I agree sure. with you guys. Like, like there's the, the, uh, Jenny McCarthy's of the world that are, you know, causing issues, let's say. Well, listen, like there are measles outbreaks happening all over North America right now due to the fact that, you know, a lot yep. of people uh, buy into this stuff. And unfortunately, it is, uh, I think I saw a survey today of, of Canadians specifically saying the uh, 30% of Canadians surveyed, I don't know how big the uh, set was though, uh, were saying that they question the science behind vaccines. 30%. Oh, 30%. That, and I think really there's, sad. I think there's like two different topics, right? There's like, there's like over medication, which is one thing, right? But then there's like baseline medication, which is, I think, uh, uh, I think we could agree is like the most or more important thing to talk about right now. Which I'm not saying there's no over medication issue. There definitely you know is. I mean? there, definitely there definitely is, is. in, in both countries. And I think specifically down here, even more in, in a lot of cases, you know, but you know, I think that there's an extreme on, on all things and, um, I forget which comedian said it, but you know, as with everything, America has to take it to the extreme and then f's it up for everybody else. You know, <laughs> like, right, right. So the takeaway here is that it's you know, in in a way, it's kind of silly. Who cares if if they're recommending flat Earth stuff and more conspiracy things? But when it comes to things that affect actual people's health, that's when it becomes serious. And in order to prevent that, you have to prevent the whole thing. And YouTube seems to not be doing it. I think beyond that, though, not just um, um, medical stuff, but also like stuff like QAnon, right? Like the common pizza stuff, Pizzagate, you know, things like yeah. that, where it brings people into action. Yeah, exactly. And and look, uh, part of this is why uh, certain people rose to power, and that's that's a problem uh, based on 
fake information out there, people got elected to president. It's it's ridiculous. Somebody say fake news? <laughs> uh, TJ, how do you feel about QAnon? You know what? I'll be honest. I didn't dig too much into it, believe it or not. Really? I didn't even think me of all people dug right into it. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, from the little bit I've seen online, it it didn't make sense. It felt like it was somebody who's bored trying to be Mr. Robot on there. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it, <laughs> that's that's honestly what it felt like to me. And I think that there's a way bigger issue going on right now um, with all of this just in general. Um, yeah. where there's a lot of distractions out here and it's taking away from stuff that could actually be an issue later on down the line. And that's not even, I don't think you need to be a conspiracy theorist to, to see that. No, um, I especially agree with that. now, you know, I definitely agree with that. And a lot of that too is also like, it's just desensitizing us to even just the terms conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? Like everybody's getting desensitized to, or if you don't agree with something, it's fake news or it's a conspiracy right. theory or or Alex Jones told you to say it. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there, there's, and it's desensitizing everybody. So then when some, when the, I'm trying not to swear on here, when the stuff actually hits the fan, then it's, you know, then we ignore it because we're not paying attention to what's going on because we've gotten all desensitized to it and everybody has their whole Twitter feeds muted, you know? And, and there's other, other things like with, with the whole uh, climate change and global warming thing when your president is joking about how, you know, oh, I wish there was global warming because it's super cold here. It's it's showing a complete lack of understanding of how the actual science works. And part of why that's happening is because YouTube is promoting these conspiracies about global warming as well. Like that's, I'd say that's one of the more dangerous ones as well. Uh, the in terms of the the vaccine one, that's an immediate danger where people, you know, it's very short term. You're not vaccinating your kids. People are going to get sick. The global warming, uh, climate change is a longer term issue where you're, you're kind of telling people not to worry about it. It's nothing. And it's super clear. The science is, is totally showing that there is something happening. Yeah, for sure. You did bring up a very good point, though, about um, the idea in which, you know, there are immediate dangers and like longer term issues. And, you know, um, people tend to get siloed out on the Internet, right? They tend to like either uh, pick a viewpoint and then go for it, right? And then you follow the people you want to follow. Um, you know, for example, like I follow a lot of like extreme right people on social media to get an idea of the conversations happening outside of my immediate bubble. And I don't think a lot of people um, have enough drive to want to do that because being alive is tiring. I, I do the same thing, though. It's almost like, you know, the know your enemy type of thing. Well, that's the like, whole thing. Exactly. Or not enemy, so to speak. But it's like, we'll, uh, we'll do a little callback here. Is that like flat earth people? I don't agree with it. But I have, I actually have one or two friends that I respect in every other way um, that believe that stuff. Like, and I, and I'm like, you know what? Talk to talk about it. I'll listen. I don't agree with you, but I'll listen about it. You know, like. So they actually do believe like the ice wall that the FBI is like guarding the ice wall. Yeah, uh, yeah, there are wow. yeah, the whole thing, the 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 YouTube video, the Do you the, do you talk the to them disc. often? Um, yeah. Cuz I was going to say, could you ask them like where they first learned about this cuz I'm curious to know if it's just, you know, uh Actually, YouTube. that's a good question. Yeah. It may have been YouTube originally. Yeah. Um and that's kind but of see, scary. see there too. we go. That maybe this is a whole conspiracy theory in and of itself, right? Maybe this, maybe whatever agencies that's protecting the uh, intergalactic stuff. They they <laughs> oh, put out this YouTube We're going to talk about intergalactic stuff oh, a, yeah, a little bit later. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I've never met somebody in real life that thinks the earth is flat. So it's, it's astounding to me that they exist and that you actually talk to a few of them. And I, I don't understand. I don't know how I would react. I would have a really hard time. Could you poll your coworkers? Cause I feel at least one of them would probably believe in this stuff. 
Maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll ask uh, next week. I have two, I have two or three in mind that I think might actually, uh, uh, believe in that. Great. Send me a list, Brian. <laughs> I will definitely. Like you were saying, Brian, it's like, it's good. And that's where people are, are missing this, especially with all these, um, keyboard people that think they're, you know, keyboard bullies or whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, but is that they're so close minded to everything where it's just like, Oh, mute, delete, scream, whatever. Instead of just, just listen to it. Like, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to understand it. Just listen to it and see what's going yeah. on. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's like, you can watch serial killer documentaries, but you're not going to be a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like, right. But yeah. it, it's good to figure out how they ticked, you know? Yeah. And what makes well, them I, tick. I've, I've been reading a lot about that actually with the Ted bunny stuff. And, um, yep. I don't know if you had a chance to watch you, but a lot of people were just saying like, why do we even create this? And it's like, well, no, that like it deserves to be created because we need to understand the nature of evil in order to sort of, uh, be able to see it in others. Double Density presents the sounds of your youth. Double Density. All right, welcome back to Double Density. And uh, we have a second listener suggestion this week. So Stephen Potter, uh, who is out there, uh, suggested that we talk about uh, cat people, uh, the Lyran, the Lyran feline race. Uh, uh, and he sent over a video that I forced you guys to watch. And originally it's from the same channel as Angelo, the episode on Da Vinci. I think it was episode 78. It was one of those like, um, uh, uh, type to voice kind of things that sort of like read a script, um, talking about different things. So this was all about the, uh, Lyran feline race. And I am not going to lie to you guys. I went deep down the rabbit hole, uh, multiple hours on this one in doing some research and, it is astounding and stupid, both of the same time. Uh, so in the video, the thing, I, I watched this on my commute on the train. I didn't make it through the whole video, I'll tell you right now. But I started laughing out loud when I saw a cat wearing a Starfleet uniform. Uh, I, I didn't get it. It was really weird. And then I kind of skipped ahead and all of a sudden they, they started talking about the battle with reptilians and then I stopped. Oh yeah, man. Okay. So the lion, okay. the lion. Where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start? Okay. <laughs> okay. So why don't we break things down? Uh, so this right. is like the history of the galactic empire, right? So the idea is that multiple races inhabited, visited earth and terraformed earth and for their own means. And so there are several different lyrans. There are Caucasian lyrans, which of course, uh, is not a surprise. There are giant lyrans that are just like humans, except taller. There are redhead lyrans, which are obviously redheads and six to nine feet in size. There are dark skin lyrans and the last two, Kind of odd, bird-like Lyrans and cat-like Lyrans. And we're going to talk about a bit about the cat ones now, or just in general. So, okay, so I didn't understand. I thought I thought the Lyrans were just felines, so I misunderstood. No, it's that. a subset. It's a subset. Yeah, I think I thought they were too, originally too. No, but, maybe but that's it was fine. Just I'll it's be honest, almost, I didn't dive down the, the rabbit hole too deep with this. We let Brian um, take care of that. Except stuff. for, yeah. except for in my own head. So I have a lot of <laughs> sh- stuff that's in my head, which is way more exciting than anything you did Google. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the idea is that these lions came to earth, ancient Egypt. That's why we have the Sphinx, et cetera, et cetera. And they were here to help us. Um, and then like, so like they, the Pleiadians, like the, all these like different races, six or seven of them came down here and, um, uh, the Lyrans, uh, hate the reptiles and they have, uh, fights. Uh, you know, uh, intergalactic battles and things like that. I, I could picture my cat chasing a reptile if we had some here. Well, the interesting thing is that like there are bird-like lions and cat-like lions, but there, I haven't found any research as to whether or not they chase each other around. <laughs> they don't like, they that's get along. Yeah, like, that's can, what I can they mate? Then we'd have bird cat bird cats. So I've tried to look this up. I'm not sure how they mate. I'm not going to lie to you. I uh, yeah, I've googled a bunch of weird things that I hope that no one questions. 
So, okay, here, here's my question, okay? Do you randomly Google, this is for a podcast, just so it gets in your <laughs> yeah, Google search yeah. history? Podcast, Because like, yeah. I do that. I'll freely admit that. So, true crime and conspiracy theories. I'm on so many watch lists. <laughs> so, so I wonder, what if uh, people like me are wrong and this is right? You want to believe in the intergalactic version of of, of history that you know? Like, I um, don't. I don't believe in it. I don't want to. I don't but think do you, it's no, real. No, but what if, like, to. what if it is real? What, like, so our 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 listener that suggested this did did he make did he make it clear if he believes in it or no? He just not? wanted us to cover this. So okay, here we are in our own special way. Yes. <laughs> uh, so something to note, Angela, before I forget, the reason why you see so many of uh, these cat-like beings in Starfleet uniforms is because they uh, belong to the sort of like canonical um, Star Trek set outside of the TV shows because they've been on several games. And that's why they use a lot of the FMVs from these oh. games in order to show what, what cat Lyrans look like. The, the quality of that YouTube video was uh, really high budget. Hot garbage. Hot garbage, my friend. So it was the voice right off the bat. It, it like You're just like, oh, I've heard this voice every – they're like half computer simulated, over-processed. I don't know. You would know all the technical yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, they but. basically type it in uh, – I don't know if it's, a, if it's a PC or Mac. It's probably a Mac because uh, there's a – I recognize the voice. <laughs> yeah, so like it, it can actually read what you have on screen. It, it's more of an accessibility thing. It's actually a really good feature. But I guess the bots making these things, like this is is not a video that's uh, a lot of thought and time is put into it. You take that back, sir. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'll actually fight you on the, like, yeah, the video, the audio and video side of things, maybe not so much, but the content wasn't that bad. All right, TJ, you have thoughts about this, obviously. Oh, so I have lots of thoughts. Okay, so let's do this. <laughs> it's organizing them that I'm having a problem with. I just can't get past TJ saying the content wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, all right, here, look. All right, we'll go back to my buddy, right? It's the same as Alex Jones. Bad bit crazy, but there's bits there's bits sprinkled in there that you're like, huh, maybe. Bits huh. of what? Bit, well, bits of what? Where do you want to start? But let's see. All right. So first of all, this whole intergalactic war thing, no matter what you look at or listen to, there's a version of it, right? Yeah. So you just pick, you can interchange your species. Usually there's some kind of light being aliens. Rob's head is, Rob's head is going to explode if he listens to this part, by the way, because I I am not him. And I will say that right off the bat, um, that I've just had fun with this. I'm not an expert in anything alien related. Um, but it's been fun to research over the years. Listen, repercussion free episode. All right, fair. But there's always the light being, or some would say Jesus like being. We'll get there. Um, and then there's the reptilian being or serpent like being, you know, and there are reptilians bad, light beings good, fight, something happens. Earth is either the victim or the prize, depending on which way you look at it, right? Scientology. Right. So, yeah, but, but think about it. It does even go into religion, right? Scientology. Oh, for sure. for even, sure. even like Catholicism, good and bad, angels and demons. Just you just call them different things, right? Dan Brown. And we all have our our human version of this, right? And this goes back to to my whole thing, which you guys thought was funny, but it's like where it's like, what if um, Jesus was some kind of alien, right? Right. Like, and this is gonna piss off Catholics, but it's true. <laughs> like, so we think of it as like a normal, like human, because we've humanized everything, right? So it's like angels are flying humans with wings, right? It's right. like, what if they are like not necessarily little green men, but what if it's like some kind of future species or the Lyrian species? You know what I mean? Like what if it is something like that? I mean, heck you go back a thousand years with your iPhone you won't get connection anywhere, but you know what I mean? Just show them that it has a uh, flash on it 
and they're going to be like, you're, you're a God, you know, you're the, you're the new Jesus. You know, like you go back 20 years with an iPhone and you'll blow people's minds. Yeah. I mean, listen, like this is the, this is the ancient astronaut theory, right? Like, this is Von Daniken, um, sort of throwing that down. Zachary Stitchin, who we've talked about a couple of times too, right? Like, um, this is kind of exist, uh, existed in, you know, uh, pop culture for decades at this point. Does Van, da- does Van Daniken, uh, actually talk about the, the Lyrian, 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 no, not, Lyrian I, race? Lyrian? I Lyrian? Yeah, um, I don't think so. Like, I haven't looked into that specifically. Von Daniken actually, like, just doesn't specify the aliens. Just says they're aliens that come and, and yeah, help humans yeah, and, start up. Right. There's and usually the, Palladians at some point in there, right? Yeah. They're Which, okay, the, so this is this is also my problem, right? Because, like, in order to believe in the Palladian kind of thing, you have to believe in Billy Meyer. And Billy Meyer's super problematic in terms of his narrative, in terms of he, the evidence that he's presented. The And I'm not really afraid to say this. Come at me, Michael Horn. But the uh, the photographs available on the internet that are, that are clearly doctored. Like, I don't know, Angela, do you remember we were talking about that? Uh, someone took a picture of a TV show. Yeah, the, the, it was the weird TV show of the woman dancing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly. This was yeah. an early episode, right? Yeah. Billy Meyer is is uh, a complete joke, right? He. What if he was I, a plant? No, well, Ooh, so, that is interesting. So I think Billy Meyer is more of like uh, somebody who may have seen a UFO, like maybe has seen something, is probably like an airplane or something or whatever, but he he his imagination ran away with him and he just created this entire cult around them about UFOs and he really wanted something to happen. So he made up all these things and some people really bought into it. Like the sad thing is, is you'll be watching uh, UFO shows or whatever and they'll pop up Billy Meyer photos as evidence. Like, was it even the original, uh, I want to believe picture, uh, Billy Meyer picture? I think so. Yeah. Or it was some version of it. Though those pictures have really gone through the the UFO community uh, on the side of how do I put this lightly like the non thinking UFO community like right, like I I, I look yeah, at but the what UFO if that com- was all on purpose for, like for real right let's let's run with it right so this is for sure. this is stuff that's been around for a while right and that's why it always gets talked about yeah it's good ratings for ancient aliens whatever but that's but like the theories aren't new you know they've been around yeah. for a long time. We're just putting them on the history channel now, you know what I mean? And, and on YouTube, but it's the, so what if the Billy Myers are in there purposely to be like, Oh no, they're all crazy. Just like that Billy Meyer guy. Okay. So let's, let's, let's put it into a larger context then. Right. So, uh, TJ, you, uh, out of everyone I know would probably like want to agree with me on this one. Uh, dark projects, what works, things like that, uh, have been around for decades. Right. So especially yeah. post world war two. Right. So the idea of like creating, um, or sort of like screwing with someone in order for them to be able to, um, discredit the, uh, the notion of extraterrestrials, um, someone like Billy Meyer, for example, does seem pl- plausible in the context of the idea of the disinformation age. Yeah, and then also World War II, interesting time frame, right? When all the Foo Fighters and all the uh, flying saucers from the Germans, where they get that idea from? You know, we could, like, why did it start then? And then we started getting into some serious psychops or psyops there, you know what I mean? And some of these serious things going on. Um, but anyway, interesting timing, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, so you could you could keep going down the rabbit hole here. Well, for sure. Um, but but even all right, let, let's back it up to. Um, to the Lyrans that we were talking about here, Lyrans, right? Yeah, yeah, the feline Lyrans, the the cat people, yeah. the cat, yes, the, 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 cat, the cat aliens, right? Cat Jesus. Oh, also, like I've read, we'll, we'll a call bunch this of, cat Jesus from now on. You know? I've I've read a bunch of uh, internet articles saying that they live amongst us right now. So if there are any cat people out there, double underscore density, let us know. Hey, I got a dog. They're not getting anywhere near me. So. <laughs> 
that okay so that is something interesting that i've also read is that um so the reason why cats tend to see things that we do not including spirits is due to the fact that they are actually not of earthly origin dogs can see it too though so I, well that's what i'm saying but, that. yeah you know maybe they're not lyrans right so there's like the birds and the cats of, of lyra maybe you know somewhere else in pleiades there are dogs well here here's the cool thing like there's so many tie-ins like but here my all right so my biggest thing right off the bat my first thing was these they're talking about these things as like peaceful beings and they're supposed to be like these like what you would think of as like literally like like jesus-like beings right like that are all like good and and white light and all that stuff Cats are assholes, man. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, there's a reason I, I have a. No offense to you guys, but I have a dog. But cats are assholes. Like, so I don't buy that. That right there debunked the whole theory. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Brian, you want to dig into the history side of this? Let's thing? do this. Because yeah. I found that I found that really fascinating. There's so much to go through with this that I don't even know where to start because there's so many like contradictory stories about the the idea of like the earth being terraformed and like all of these different races getting into galactic fights with each other that I don't even know which thread to follow down all the way so that it makes sense. I'm going to say let's not even talk about the galactic fighting crap because honestly like we don't know right. We've only right. been we've only been so far out there. Even if you believe John Lear stuff, right? We've only right. been so far, right? <laughs> like in the whole scheme of things, and we don't know how far is far, right? Right. Like there's the whole you know Men in Black thing where it's like, oh, the galaxy's on Orion's belt. You know what I mean? Like it, where that galaxy was so tiny. Like and we don't know. It could just keep going. Yeah. I would say that there could be wars all the time for real that we don't know about, sure. you know? <laughs> so let's, 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 let's like go to the earth one then. Right. So the idea yeah, that these so, felines land into ancient Egypt and, uh, they want to help the human race evolve. So they give them tools. Um, I also forgot to mention that, uh, in certain places I've read, they say that these cats are actually psychics, um, and can read minds and things like that, which can help human progression. They allow them to sort of like be able to, um, advance, uh, more quickly, um, because they were able to like read minds and things like that. They, uh, gave us things like interdimensional traveling boats, aircrafts, and submarines. Oh, you're missing the big one. The Sphinx, the giant Sphinx. Oh, right. <laughs> how could I have forgotten the Sphinx? That's a spaceship. That's a special and, that's, and we don't know how to work it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. How could I have forgotten the fact that they believe that the Sphinx is actually a spacecraft? Well, I totally thought something was up with the Sphinx when I was a kid because there used to be all those shows about the hidden like chambers underneath the Sphinx that right, we were going to be able to get uncovered. into at one point, and nothing's ever come of that. Or has it, and we just don't – they because – I don't know, man. They don't want us to know. No, I'm not even going to full conspiracy here. Like they're, the Egyptian government hides a lot of stuff, a lot of those secrets that we don't, they don't either don't want us to know for protection reasons or they just don't, you know, national yeah. security type of stuff or they know, I think they know a lot more about that stuff. And I'm not, and any of this joking around that we're doing now, like the ancient Egyptians had a lot of stuff that we, that we're not going to understand probably in our lifetime, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that sentiment. Just generally speaking in terms of uh, the technology in which they, they operated their daily lives and a lot of the things that they were able to manage, um, even though they were quote unquote primitive. And I do think that like, I don't want to get into the whole like, oh, like the idea that like uh, aliens help them is like racist because they couldn't do it themselves. That's a whole other episode. Cause yeah, like, yeah, then, yeah. I do believe that there's a, a, a bit of that kind of thing. Like Von Danik and stuff definitely reads like the blonde blue-eyed aliens are here to save us and it's a little too um uh convenient in terms of right. uh, a narrative um but you know it's fun to think about this the sphinx as a spaceship like how can we even like not want to feel like it's going to take a off flying cat is cool yeah <laughs> yeah 
here's here's the first thing I thought of though. Honestly, Thundercats. Yeah, absolutely. Like seriously, the space, the they had their they had, Thundora had a, an ancient war on there. It blew up. Then they moved to Third Earth. Like seriously, this is right in line with Thundercats. So my that was like my first question to you guys was like, all right, which came first? Right? Did, they, did this come out after the eighties, or and it was inspired by that, or is this like a whole you know this is kind of GI, G, for a couple GI of Joe now. type thing where it um you know it, it's part of like kind of um getting in our heads a little bit you know that's actually that is a really good question uh is do you have a time frame when people started talking about the the cat <sighs> the earliest i was able to find was 1970s okay so, so it's, it's from, definitely from the, before thundercats yeah but post world war ii okay but is it also some kind of like indoctrination type of thing where it's like all right let's just get that let's just plant the 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 bug the in seed, their head, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like G.I. Joe, I mean, that's a whole different show, but I mean, which, that one. Which I would love to do with you, by the way, because I do actually oh. do believe uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. It's it's like that, do you remember the episode of, of The Simpsons where they make fun of that, where they get instinct to sing, you know, join the army? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, join the, I can't remember what it is, join that. But I, I do believe that there's that kind of indoctrination that happens. Um, and Angela and I were joking, for example, about the Captain Marvel movie coming out next month and how basically it is an Air Force commercial. Right, exactly. And I think there's a lot more of that. I don't know. I, I, you well, look we can at talk that about the CIA look, and Netflix, for example, too. Like, I don't know if you guys have dug into that, but there's a lot oh, of no. different kinds of connections in between the CIA and Netflix uh, that you may not be aware of. Google.com. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'll definitely be back something. back by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, what I'm that's saying, an episode for another day. Yeah, but it's yeah, super When, when Angela is not here and ready to stab right. us in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but we still got to talk about alien cats. Angela, how do you feel about alien cats? So I thought the whole thing was really ridiculous, uh, but entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shocking. Right? <laughs> it was entertaining to me that people think that there may be these cat people. Like the one of the links we'll post uh, is just from some person's random blog from like 2012. The best thing to do though is to go check out the comment section. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, oh like, boy, it's long. Be, be careful. Oh, yeah. so we we cannot oh, see man, those on the, the show. <laughs> I didn't even scroll down that far. The comment section is the most active comment section I've ever seen. Uh, one of my favorite comments actually is from July 16th, 2013 from Maya M. Quote, I searched the internet wanting to know more about cat people when I found out I was one of them. Never thought to search alien cat people. What do you know? Huh. Oh, I like that. <laughs> this is going yeah, down a like, different rabbit hole of the uh, like Duncan, whole... Duncan Ophinian rabbit hole now. <laughs> I was searching about psychic soldiers and found out my arm was twitching. <laughs> This is why TJ has to drink so his brain stops doing this stuff. <laughs> one of my favorite is from November 1st, 2016. It is true what you say, and I have met one. Don't let others misguide you. You are on the right path. Like, that is such an X-Files type of conversation. And from a year before, uh, there was one who wrote, I believe you. I visited Lyra once and came home with a feline wife. No, Lyra was destroyed, though. Yeah. Well, he went, tra- he traveled in time. Uh, April 10th, 2017. How high were you when you wrote this? <laughs> that's and that right there is is going to be the episode title um how high were we when we recorded this now uh no but i think that that, that right there kind of sums it all up pr- pretty well the the cat person is uh is creepy on that uh on this page though it's a uh, that versus the communion alien like which are you more afraid of oh no the communion alien yeah for sure yeah and, i still uh, haven't seen communion for that yeah, reason. i've been tagged in a few pictures with that communion alien lately does it make you feel uh, loved? Yeah, and then I got nightmares. 
<laughs> I was going to say, you know my theory here. Have we talked? Uh, did we talk about that publicly yet? No, I don't think we have actually. That, An- that Angela's actually Angela's actually been abducted, and that's why he's terrified of this. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I've I've actually talked about this as well on the show, and uh, I've come to the conclusion that I was not abducted by aliens. I'm pretty sure that has not happened. But maybe you're just yeah, fighting the programming inside I, of you. No, maybe, maybe. <laughs> or it's just so traumatic that you can't do it. Yeah. Look, I, I've I've had you know I've had somebody sleeping in the bed next to me the, the last uh, ten years or so, and she has not noticed that when I do have my weird alien nightmares, that there are aliens abducting me at the same time. Well, of course, she's not going to notice that. She might be asleep. <laughs> oh, I guess. Or they take her too. My I mean, cat oh. hasn't noticed anything. And then your kid suddenly notices the UFO behind the moon where he came oh, from. I please mean, don't come bring on. that up. <laughs> like, because they implant. Don't we know how this works? Come on. They, they yeah, abducted like, both in, of you at the in, same man. time. They did some genetic engineering and then your kid came. Oh, look. <sighs> Angela, this is becoming a very neat narrative here. Uh, yeah. I, I've seen you in a new light now. Oh, well. Repercussion free episode. Yeah, well, there we go. But uh, I'm wondering if this is uh, means it's t- it's time to wrap this to up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, wait, TJ, any more notes about uh, cat people? Uh, you know what? Surprisingly, no. Um, I think that there was a lot. I, I think if you take out the word cat from this whole thing, then you have every other alien, ancient alien theory that has come across. You know, there's always something that created the Palladians that created us. I do like the idea of the archetype you described though, like the, the sort of like the, the struggle for humanity. Um, just coming back to what you're saying before, I do like that idea a lot and that how it comes up in its many variations. So to that, I, I do believe that like, this is a really cool myth. Um, but it's also a really human centric view too. If you think about it, like we're that important that all these other super beings that can create other beings are like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they created us to be a-holes to think like that. Like, I don't think so. You know, (laughs) that's, we've definitely discussed that. And it being human centric is kind of what brings it down to earth and makes us realize that it's it's probably stories that we've passed down or whatever. Uh, now, an interesting side note is that uh, I was reading an article recently uh, by Phil Plate, who's actually uh, an excellent uh, source for all things uh, related to outer space, because uh, he's. Uh, you know, he tells you how it is, and he's he's a he's a skeptic like I am, and. Uh, and he's talking about Umama, uh, the asteroid, which you brought up a few times, and the mega, the uh, alien megastructure. Yeah. So as he said, it's it's not an alien <laughs> spaceship, but it it might be even sure weirder than sure. that because it is a weird object. But uh, and I'm going to post his, his his story in in the show notes. But we more want to say uh, Brian discovered that uh, this object is coming from uh, the cat world. Yes. So it is coming from the Lyra constellation. Oh, so something that I forgot to mention at the top of this is that the Lyra constellation is a real thing. It's existed. Uh, Ptolemy discovered it in the second century. Like this is like a documented thing that exists in the universe. Um, it's just the context in which these stories occur is, is entirely uh, uh, fictional, unfortunately. But this is a thing that does exist. And the alien megastructure, Umamua, uh, comes from there. Well, it's not. So the alien megastructure we've always talked about is, is something different, right? It's the one that keeps blotting out the, right. the light yes. from that, yes. uh, from that, um, Earth-like planet. Sorry, but, the alien spaceship. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. Anyway, so like, uh, or the the bit of 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 planet. I think. 
Why would they need a spaceship if they already had the Sphinx? I don't. I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> now the story. Now the stories are getting crossed, and this is well. Where- okay, so even funnier is like so. If you could describe the texture of a cat, what would you say? I know that's a weird way to putting. Oh it, yeah, but- yeah. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So, so they're fur- soft and furry. Yeah, and so the the reason Phil Plate wrote this article is because one of the weird things they've they've kind of uh, posited about uh, this asteroid is that it's it's weird. Because it's not exactly flat, it's possibly fluffy. What you're saying is that we're trying this full circle here without even realizing it. Uh, we've kind of uh, brought the Sphinx to a halt. Huh. Maybe it's the Sphinx's nose that's just floating around out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Or it's another flat Earth. So, I mean. <sighs> it, it's, it's kind of funny that <laughs> the, the whole hypothesis is that it might actually be fluffy and it's coming from a constellation that is associated with cats who are often fluffy unless you have a sphinx cat which is not fluffy right and very hard and rock like full circle tj where can people find you on the internet or you could say it has a double density oh Oh. Oh. all right i'm out (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah tj where can people find you on the internet uh, you have to look really hard now. No, I forget. I think I'm still Pints and Puzzles on Twitter. Uh, and then TJ underscore Pints and Puzzles this week, at least, on Instagram. I'm more <laughs> on Instagram anymore for, as we just talked about, Twitter hurts my head after a while. So uh, ran- random pictures of food, beer, and whatever else is going on. Just Do random you still not have a Facebook account? Like, they asked you for a picture, and that's where kind of it ended? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't have Facebook. Nice. Yeah. So three men, no Facebook. Good job, guys. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. I forgot to start. We should have started the show with that. I haven't missed it at all. It's weird. I don't know about you. Well, you never logged in anyways, but like I was logging in daily. I don't care. It's great. Well, I actually asked uh, my wife if I was still on there because I, I never got an email <laughs> saying that uh, I, well, no, I got canceled or whatever, And but they don't tell you anything. And uh, my wife checked and she's no longer married to me. So because, because she had you killed on the internet. That's what, yeah, there we go. There Full go. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited for you to say you asked your wife if you still existed without a Facebook account. Like you were having this like existential problem. No, that's if you turned off his iPhone. <laughs> I and, and Instagram, I'm going to it less and less. I've, I've banished it to like a folder on the second page of my iPhone. Ah, I still do it daily. I need, yeah. I need a break from staring. No, you at, still at, post a lot of stuff on there. It's cute pictures of your kids going on, you know, kids playing in the snow. I like it. I haven't really posted much, but no, I, I don't mind Instagram. I, I just felt like I needed like an Instagram diet. Can you go ahead and post a picture of you taking a picture uh, in front of a uh, bathroom mirror for me? No. I'll do it if you do. Like, I, in your most bro shirt? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that later. I'll find my, my best schmedium and I'll do it. I'll put it real. <laughs> Great. Perfect. You can always find us at double underscore density on Twitter, double density podcast over on Instagram. And, you know, we were just talking about getting rid of Facebook. So no Facebook page for us. Head over to double density.net. Click on the contact button. Let us know your thoughts. Cat people. Uh, we didn't talk about rods this time. So we, we broke the rod streak. Uh, that's good though. We talked about, uh, you know, different conspiracies. So we'd love to hear what you think about conspiracies. Uh, what are your favorites? Do you have any, uh, food related ones? If so, uh, please drop us a line. And as always, you can tune in next week as we go back to a two man setup and go in depth about how objectively speaking the year 2005 was the best one of all time angelo tj it's been a pleasure see ya see ya you okay there tj no, I'm good. There's just f-ing loud police sirens that I didn't want it to. Oh, yeah, I can hear them. But then I realized I'm on my own track, so I should have just shut the f- up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> That's the joy of uh, of being able to record in this way.
Umwamwa. Umwamwa. You know what the problem is, Brian? It's these damn gay frogs is the problem. Obama made all, put all the fluoride in the water and made the damn... <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just broke my desk. <laughs>